0: Let me put everybody on gallery. I'm going to put everybody on
1: gallery view so I can see people. There we go. Uh, Welcome to our monthly National Peace Builder podcast. Uh, Tonight's call is being recorded, and we're also live on Facebook. Uh, And Happy New Year. We're 10 days into the new year. It feels like we're off and running. Uh, So today... Our guest, or tonight, our guest is Julia Gandhi Torres. She'll be speaking about becoming aware of the relationship between peace building and inner peace. She sent us twelve questions about being a peace builder, and I'm going to put the link in the chat, or Deanne will put the link in the chat for you to answer later if you haven't answered them yet. Uh, I did the questions, and I was just fascinated by by answering them and. And uh, each question took you a little bit deeper. So I highly recommend you going through that process. And then she's going to gift us with the inner peace inventory at the end of the call tonight. So, and if you want to click on a link in your browser, you can, um, I mean, a link in the chat, you can uh, uh, click on chat if you don't see the chat. And if you open something, it'll be in your browser for you to review when the call is over. You can also look at the uh, three dots in the lower right-hand corner of the chat box. And if you click on that um, and you can say, let's see. I don't see where it says um, copy, but if yours says copy, it'll copy everything in the chat for you tonight. So the Peace Alliance, our mission is to educate, advocate, and mobilize people into action to transform systems and public policy toward a culture of peace. Our vision, we cultivate peace building to create a world where everything and everyone thrives. And we're focused on six areas of peace building, community peace building, humanizing the justice systems, fostering international peace, practicing peace in schools, cultivating personal peace, and a U.S. Department of Peace building whose focus would be on replicating and expanding successful programs devoted to ending violence, resolving conflict, and creating and nurturing conditions for peace. And this is not a new idea. It's been around since the late 1700s and introduced into Congress many times over, and uh, we are still working on it. And Kendra Mon is going to give give us an update on the Department of Peacebuilding. She's been a supporter of the Department of Peacebuilding since 2005, currently serves on the Department of Peacebuilding National Committee. She serves as Secretary of the Global Alliance for Ministries and Infrastructures for Peace. And she also serves uh, as co-leader on the Grassroots Network Committee. Over to you, Kendra.
2: Thank you, Kathy.
1: Welcome, and
2: I'm happy to see all of your faces, and I just wanted to update you that the bill has to be introduced in the Congress every two years, just like we have elections for Congress members every two years. So we're hoping for H.R. 1111 to be our number uh, for the bill. And so we don't know exactly when it will be introduced, but we expect it will be somewhere in February or or early March, and it will be slightly different because the new things are, are added to the bill, but not substantively, just more of the same and new wording. And, um we're we'll be entering the season for nonviolence on January thirtieth. That's a national uh, international celebration um, of nonviolence and educating ourselves about nonviolence. So during that period, we'll be um, focusing on nonviolence, but also on, um, recruiting the former co-sponsors to be original co-sponsors of the bill when it introduced. So we look forward to having you join us on the call, campaign call, on the third Wednesday. And uh, back to you,
1: Kathy. Thank you, Kendra. So and our guest tonight is Julia Gandhi torres I see a lot of people have joined the call since I first talked about what she's talking about tonight, which is becoming aware of the relationship between peace building and inner peace. She sent 12 questions about being a peace builder, which is a little bit of a soul soul searching uh, exercise that I highly recommend you looking at and completing. Uh, We put the link in the chat for you to answer later um, if you haven't done that already. And she's also gifting us with the inner, an inner peace inventory at the end of the call tonight. So Julia Gandhi torres I've heard her name for a long time. She's been around since 2005, working with the Peace Alliance and the Department of Peace Building Campaign. And uh, I was talking to DJ and she told me about the work Julia is doing. And I was just fascinated by it and thought it would be perfect for the first call of the year so i want to tell you a little bit about julia she has been studying the intersection of peace building spirituality and wellness for over 20 years she's an international best-selling author heart math coach and trainer jack canfield success trainer peace builder and advocate and board certified massage therapist and it was in her work as a massage therapist that she noticed people needed relief from more than physical pain and stress. And so she began educating herself to help people find peace mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, as well as physically. Uh, Julia believes the more people are able to come from a peaceful, heart-centered internal place, the more the world will shift. Uh, She uh, launched her book last week, A Jersey Girl Finds Peace, Finding Inner Peace After a Lifetime of Anxiety. She also has an online course, Embodying Peace, that has uh, received rave rev- reviews from those who have taken it. So welcome, Julia. Thank you so
0: much for being here. And it's it's great to be here. I just see
1: all so many faces. I know. it's We're family. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing Absolutely. how, you know, how people come and we just embrace them. They we won't let them go.
3: <laughs> yeah. And we all <laughs> just keep cycling back, right? We're yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah. So you have so oh go ahead. No, before we start, I really wanted to uh send my thank yous to a few people. One is Dot Maver for writing the foreword for my book. Um, she's also a Jersey girl. So Go figure and also to Anne Creeder for being who she is. She lives, she was my first introduction into the, the uh Department of Peace Building and the Peace Alliance. And I'm lucky enough to now live about a mile from her. And um, she she made the connection between um myself and Dot. And also for Lori Russo, she just Love you. Okay. Um, to Nancy Merritt and Jenna Weiss, for doing all you do for the Department of Peacebuilding. You are just, the, the work that you do is, is astronomical and it's gonna be known for generations to come. To Kathy, of course, you for leading the way and, and helping us build more peace and bring more peace to our communities. And especially to my girl wonder, DJ Chandler, I couldn't do this without you. Uh, You're just, your work, your talent, um, you just, you brought so much to this. So I'm so thankful for you. So there we go. All that's out of the way.
4: Yes,
1: (laughs) thank you. It's so wonderful to start with appreciation. Thank you for modeling that. It's really, yeah. I can, uh, I'm sure we all can benefit from uh, that modeling. So you have some interesting projects in the works. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know your book came out last week. You can tell us about your book, everything you're doing now, anything you're, you know, that's on the, the front burner. Uh, just tell us a little bit about what you want us to know.
3: Yeah, thank you. Um, so the this book has been kind of on my, my like pushing me a little bit to to write this book and um you know it's it it like I said in the in the in the forward or in the introduction it's like I I didn't write this book for me It, it was it was kind of like pushing me forward I I wrote this book for everyone who wants to create a different world for their kids and for their grandkids and I really truly believe that the more of us that have this sense of inner peace, this, this knowing that we can do better and we will do better, then the world would shift, like, like you said in the introduction. And so I, the, the book was a a labor of love. Um, It just, it tells my story from the time that I was born and I almost died um, at 19 days old. Um, I almost died again when I was two. Like my something was keeping me here. Um, And I remember one of my distinct memories when I was six years old was my mother holding her hands up to me and she's like, "Just punch, just punch my hands." She she said, "I could I can see your anger in you. You need to get it out. Just." punch my hands, you know, and so I would just punch, 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 and you get the, get all the frustration out because I, um, I just didn't like the state of the world. I'm like, why am I here? (laughs) Why, um, you know, why am I stuck here? You know, and there, I tell the story um, early on in the book of how I wrote to president, then president um, Carter, that um i was really upset about the um the harp seals and what was going on with the harp seals and how they were being killed for their fur and so i it was really just angered me so i wanted to use that anger in a way that was productive right so that's what i kind of learned early on you know and and how to you know transform that into positive action so mm-hmm. wow so how do we
1: hold the space for ourselves when we're angry? It's difficult to uh transform into positive action. You know, we're triggered and we we you know go off and that's not our idea, you know, meeting our idea of being peaceful. What do you
3: recommend uh to people? Um this is a this is a really um a huge subject, I think, for us as peace builders, right? Because we're we see this the state of the world, and we know that we can have a better world. We just have to wake people up, you know. It and that's where the Jersey girl comes in, because I I have to kind of tone that down, right, Nancy? When you said, "Isn't that an oxymoron?" You know, having Jersey girl and peace builders, but um you know, it, it's toning that um, that impatience down that anger that push because nobody wants to be forced to do anything nobody wants to be um demanded of you know it's 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 that that dance of gaining rapport and 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 breaking down barriers between peoples and um so i think dealing with the anger, dealing with the frustration, the impatience and all of that is, is having a knowingness that there's so many people out there doing this work. Look at everybody here on this, this, this screen, and we're only just a small fraction of that. So we're not alone in this work. Each one of us is doing the work. And as long as, you know, Ann's doing her thing, and Nancy's doing her thing, and DJ and Lori and Annie and and Jana. Everybody's doing their thing. Then we can all kind of lock arms and just keep holding that space. So it's not that we're we're alone in this, and and we need to be able to find rest, right? Find our own peace, because I, I was thinking about like, what was I going to say on this call? And it was like 4am over the weekend. And I woke up and these three questions or four questions came into my heart. So I wanted to, I wrote them down and um, I just wanted to ask them of yeah. everyone, but um and you don't have to answer. You just kind of let them kind of sit on your heart, but how can I rest when there is so much work to do? How can I really rest knowing that there's so much to do, but I need to take care of me? And how can I feel peace when the world is suffering? How can I feel joy when I feel such angst? But what if these things, the rest, the joy, the peace is the work of the peace builder? What if just being that a, a beacon of peace in your own body can be the can radiate peace and love to the world around you and that's where i, I get into the the science behind peace building and the the work of heart math that they've been studying the emotional um how emotions are picked up three feet around us from the heart's electromagnetic field, right? So the, what they found is that the emotions come out through that field and we can pick up how other people are feeling, right? So if you ever walked into a room and you can kind of sum things off and you can, you just know that, you know, you don't you never, you didn't hear an argument, but you can just kind of feel something's off. But you come to find out that the people in there were were arguing or were um, having a, a big disagreement. But we we pick up on that. We've been able to, we just haven't been able to name it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where, you know, being peace, and that's something that Lisa Parker says, and Creeder said, you know, is work for peace, in peace. And that's that's where the the work comes in for each one of us is how to be that peace. Right. Be the change. Yeah. Oh.
1: What about this demand energy? Like uh somebody people that um have a certain thing they're working on and uh for them the house is on fire and then when everybody else to be a part of that. What do you have to say about, about that? You know, how do, how do I react to somebody like that? What advice do you have for somebody that's, that's in that reaction?
3: hmm One of my teachers would say, um, when you come at someone with that demand, you know, that sense of demanding, right? He always says that, picture a goalie, a hockey goalie, they're have all these masks, you know, the big mask on the big pads and, and the big hockey stick, they're not letting anything through. Right. So if you come at someone with that demand, you know, it's, it's almost like the other person just as a sense of, uh, of, of, uh, like almost a sense of, uh, I can't think of the word. Um, just like a reflex, you know, they're, they're trying to protect themselves. They don't know what's coming at them. So they're just going to throw everything up and, and not, not listen. You know, we get into that fight or flight and our, our brains literally stop thinking of that higher, um, executive functioning, you know, our, our thinking mind stops and it just goes into protection and it goes into the fight or flight. Right. So if, if someone feels threatened, they're going to not, they're, they're not going to accept what's coming at them. So mm-hmm. that's when we can find common ground when we can find, you know, and that that's the work of James O'D and his cultivating peace, book that I I truly if anybody has this book it's just it's an amazing amazing book and he um I took his course uh, that's where the peace ambassador came from and so it's it's almost like where you break bread with people you gain rapport with people you sit them down and you you meet one-on-one as a human as someone who has people that love them, people that care for them, that they love, just like you love someone and people love you. And so it's finding that common ground that, okay, now that we're here, we're both on the same level, then let's talk about it. So it's a little bit, takes longer. It takes a little bit more energy and it takes you know a lot of self-reflection and a self-control and all of that. So that's where the work comes in. And it, but that's, that's what we do. That's what peace builders do. You know? Lynn McMullen used to say something like, don't ask me to,
1: um, to uh, play with you if you're not going to dance. So having fun, having lightness around it, which I do think is, is important.
3: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You meet somebody on the dance floor, right? Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So what are your growing edges around peace building? Um all of that, really, I mean, it is again coming from that not feeling that I am um having to protect myself, you know, and not having to as we say here slap somebody up the head, you know, upside the head. It, it's just it's this different um you know putting all of that aside and saying I don't need to come from that I can come from this place of peace and love and so it's it's doing that work all the time and it gets easier it does get easier to come from that place of inner peace and that place of of loving someone even if they think differently than me if they think um, they vote a different way or whatever it's 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 being able to connect with someone in a different capacity mm-hmm. um, and knowing that everything is going to be okay. Everything, everything will be okay and everything is okay. And, you know, one of those things also is, and I was telling this to DJ earlier, Is you know, this feeling of I'm not in this alone. I'm not the only person in the world that's working for, for peace. I'm not the only one that, you know, I can go to sleep and other people are going to be there to do the work. And that's why, you know, these things, the, you know, Peace Alliance and all the the groups that we're in and everything that we're doing is so important because that means that, you know, somebody can take a rest, somebody, because, You know, as someone who studied the body and what stress does to the body for over 20 years, that constant stress depletes us and we age quicker. We get sick more. We like all these things happen to us when we have this chronic constant stress. Mm -hmm. So when we can put it down and know that it's going to be picked up by someone else, then we can rest and we can find that sense of peace that the work is being done.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, confession time, can you describe uh, something recently that you did that was not very peaceful and how did
3: you uh, handle that for yourself? Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. So I am not a fan of technology. Um, That's why DJ and I make such a good team. Um, And I was getting ready for this book launch this past weekend. And I wanted to send out a quick email to all of the people that bought the book on pre-launch. And it was like, okay, it's going to take me about 10 minutes, right? And it, something was up with the the Wi-Fi in the house. And I wasn't, I didn't know it at the time. And I'm trying to do this email and why isn't it working? And I got myself so churned up, right. Because I had the time pressure. I had to leave. I was already late and all these things. And my husband, finally, he came downstairs and I'm like, ah, you know, almost to the point of, of seething. Right. Cause I was so mad and he was just like, Oh, deer in the headlights. And, um, so I was, you know, he's like, okay, I'm on it, you know, and he started doing it and I'm like, I gotta go. So I, I ran out the door and he's, we're on the phone as I'm driving and he's helping me, you know, finish it up. And, um, and then I got to, to the place and I sent out the email. And so it was like, okay, I'm, I know I get, I can get angry really quick, you know, not really quickly, but when all these things are happening at once and it's not working, um, but the, the key is to know that you're angry and work to, to get out of it quickly, you know, so, because what happens is when we get stressed, we have 1400 chemicals that get dumped into our body. Right. So our physiology completely changes and we're the sympathetic nervous system starts going and the parasympathetic, which is all the the, you know, digestion and the slow breathing goes out the window. Right. So when you have that five minute cortisol dump in your body, so you're so what happened to me Friday morning, it that that five minutes of cortisol lasts for 12 hours in your body, right? So if you don't do anything to mitigate that, it will sit in your body for that long. So if that happened at 7.30 in the morning on Friday, it would last until 7.30 at night. So what, and then if I told somebody later in the day and still felt that those emotions, again, then it would last another 12 hours because the body doesn't know that you're retelling a story. It's just feeling what it's feeling. So that's why it starts with us. It starts with how we are emoting because our emotions are the primary drivers of our physiology. So how we're feeling is what we're expressing Mm -hmm. and and what people are picking up. Mm -hmm. So if we can come from a place Of peace and of love, even when we get angry, I've learned to shift myself pretty quickly back to a place of joy, of peace, of calmness, of contentment, whatever it is that I'm feeling at the time. But I know where my body is at any particular time. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: So we talked a little bit about self-awareness and how do we recognize when we're having a negative or draining effect on others? You know, how do we um, know how we're coming across to others? Do you have any, any thoughts on how, you know,
3: how we get better at that? And when we start to do the work, right, of finding, again, where we're at on any particular time, our senses, our intuition opens up, and we get more clarity so that we can pick up on nuances of somebody's facial expression how they you know their body language if they're you know if they shrug their shoulders or even just the inflections in somebody's voice
0: mm-hmm.
3: um so we by doing the work in ourselves we can learn to pick up on other people and and what they're going through and it doesn't matter it doesn't necessarily determine you know that it's only their your reaction or their reaction to you it could be their own reaction you know we all have these triggers and so when um when we don't take our stuff into into an account right and you know and we're getting angry at someone else we need to Check ourselves as to why. Why am I angry with this person? Why am I feeling this feeling? Because they could just be representing something or someone from our own past. You know. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it, it again starts inside.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that is one of the biggest areas of growth for for most peace builders, or that self awareness and of triggers. Mm-hmm. And how we're coming across to other people and our, how we're affecting other people. Yeah. One last question, so I'm going to open it up here to everybody else. Um, what is your guilty pleasure that you think, oh, a peace builder shouldn't do that? <laughs>
3: um, well, I I kind of love um, gaming. You know, I love to, you know, have different games. um and that's one way that I connect with my daughter because she loves gaming too. But um, and I also love to listen to uh, murder mystery books. Um, I do a lot of driving for work. And so that's one of the things that I just love a good mystery. And so that's usually, you know, but, you know, I, I try to, it's, my husband likes a lot of shoot 'em up movies as well and you know I'll watch them with them just to spend time but you know um so what i always say is like those guilty pleasures are you know if you have this much of of that you know in your life in your day then have this much peace building stuff so you you outweigh all uh, you know the stuff that you don't necessarily right. Want right. To put out in the world yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah. I really think yeah, that we have to, in order to do this work for a sustainable amount of time, you know, I know Nancy and Anne, I'm sure every, you know, I know Anne has been at this for a long time, um, you know, and so to be sustainable in it, we have to laugh, we have to have fun, we have to find the joy in it, and we have to take ourselves off the hook too, you know, and say, you know, my boundaries right now have to be really, really, really strong. And I need to just sit down for a week and not do it or go on vacation or do something that I can fill my cup up. You know, um, that was one of the things that um, one of these mantras that, that stuck in my mind for, it was in my massage school. So this is like from 1999 and it said, you know, one of those inspirational um, posters was in this, in the school and it said, fill your own cup first and let others drink from the overflow. So it's oh. filling your cup first and let others drink from the overflow. So it's this way we don't come from an empty cup. Cause yeah. I know I've been there, I've done it and I'm sure other people have as well. And it doesn't feel good. And so the more that we can take care of ourselves, the better off the people around us will be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So if you ask Julia a question, look at reactions down at the bottom and click on that. And if you raise hand, you'll come up to the top of the screen or you can raise your hand this way. (laughs)
0: jay and then nancy
5: yeah i just wanted to say that you know julia is an amazing human being and she's extremely humble okay (laughs) because if she really told you what kind of peace builder she is in her daily life and how much she gives to people who are in hospice people who are hurting people who need that extra support and how she always has that cup that runs us over no matter what, no matter what, she's just an amazing person. So I just wanted to put it out there that there's a lot to what she has to offer the world. And what I love most about it is that she's just so authentic and so real. You know, I can relate to everything that she teaches and taking her class was transformational for me personally. So thank you, Julia, for being you and for being here and doing all that you do for the world.
3: Well, thank you, DJ. That's I thank you. Which class
1: was that, DJ? Was that embodying piece? Or there's another one she has also that sounds interesting. Um
3: yeah, DJ was talking about the how to amplify peace. Oh, how to amplify peace. Gotcha. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Embodying peace. Gosh. Okay. No, my brain. You know, DJ took the embody embodying peace course and I'm going to be launching that again with a live um coaching. It's an 8-week coaching, but there is a lot of stuff on the um on the the platform itself. And it talks about how to become aware of triggers, how to become aware of labels, how to become aware of what is pulling you out of your piece and then how to get back into your piece. So it's 20 years of stuff that I've learned to, to develop my own inner cheerleader. So I don't have an inner, and an inner critic anymore. And I used to, I had that, you know, mm. that, Oh, you're so stupid, you know, whatever that voice is. And, um, yeah. I got rid of that. And now I have that inner in, inner cheerleader. So I can, I can tell myself, I love you, Julie, you know, I, every night before I go to bed. And it's, that was, that to me was transformational. Um, but I have all kinds of tools in this one course that is, um, it, it's, it's just, it was my kind of like my my that was my pandemic project. When I was furloughed from my job, I said I got to do something, you know. And so that's I put this course together. Gotcha,
1: uh,
4: Nancy. You had a question? Well, not so much a question, but a comment that um, when you were talking about people picking up on our our level of peacefulness or non peacefulness, and um, I, I think kids in particular are really in tune with that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we aren't so aware of that, or so mindful of that, and how important that is.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
4: And um, then the second, just how um, how brave it is of you to put yourself out there, and how inspiring um, all these messages are, and all that you're learning. So thank you. Thank you, Nancy.
0: Yeah, and dogs too. Dogs can pick up on that uh on what we're feeling Mm -hmm. yeah
1: who else has a question they'd like to ask or a comment you'd like to contribute to what we're speaking about tonight
6: um i just want to say julie you know i have congratulations my goodness um Julie and I know each other from our seminary program, um, but you know we were souls meant to 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 connect again. And I, I mean, you're you're, you're I've always I call you you know love. I mean, you just emanate this love, and to fight to see you with so much, you know, you found your strength and your courage because you're one of the most open and loving, authentic people I've ever met. And I know that life has been hard because you feel, you know, you're so empathetic and you feel, you know, just the sadness, you know, what's going on in this world. So for you to overcome that, I mean, it's so huge because like DJ says, you are such a gift to the world. You are such a gift to me. Um, I mean, you are love personified, but with that New Jersey kick, I mean, I don't think I, I, I love it. I mean, you have your niche, you know, that's for sure. And really, thank you. I've took that embodying peace course too. It's phenomenal. So, um, and that's, that's pretty amazing you did that for just, that was your pandemic <laughs> project. Yeah. But yeah, you. thank you so much. You are a gift. You are a gift. Truly. Well, thank you, Lori. I, yeah, we, we met,
3: um, <laughs> on a bus trip to to virginia and um i still we just sat next to each other and Mm -hmm. we just started talking and it's been that was in 2004 right Mm -hmm. yeah so and then she got involved we both got involved with the peace alliance and it was we had some shenanigans that we did (laughs) down there
6: (laughs) yeah you could say that
1: yeah so, oh, what are your personal peace practices today, Julia?
3: Um, I think it, it's getting um, doing a daily or sometimes an hourly check-in. Um, I started back in uh, a couple of years ago doing. Uh, I have a journal that I use, and I I finally like. Have this daily checklist, right? Of what I did, how I slept, did I have meditation? Did I do my morning routine? That kind of thing. Play time, how much news did I watch? Um, mm-hmm. did I have, did I do gratitudes or did I feel appreciated? Um, you know, how much how what was my workload? What was my work satisfaction? And at the end of the, the this last one, it says my peace percentage, you know, so how much did I, how peaceful did I feel that day? Um, So I literally wake up thinking, how am I going to fall asleep tonight? (laughs) You know, like, because I, I know that sleep is my best resiliency practice. You know, if I get good sleep, then the next day is a little bit easier to maneuver through. So you know dj's like are you going to bed can you can i do something? i'm like it's 9:30 i'm i'm on my way up to bed so um you know we've been pulling some late nights but it's you know just knowing what makes me peaceful and doing more of that and doing less of the things that don't make me peaceful you know sometimes we have to we have to put ourselves in uncomfortable situations but we also can find time to, to encourage ourselves, you know, again, being our own cheerleader to have that sense of creating that inner peace and knowing that that is what's going to help our bodies stay resilient and our mental and emotional bodies and all that. So so we
1: have uh,
3: 10 minutes. Oh, go ahead, Ann. Oh, well, I was just going to say,
7: I have a question for you, Julie. But first, when you just said about sleep and how that's the most important thing, that's really exactly what I've come to realize and uh, why I have a hard time being on you know meetings late at night. Because if I'm on them, then I get stimulated and I'm up and I don't have sleep and it affects the next day. But I wanted to ask, did you develop that um, system that you just said about the checkoffs is that your creation?
3: Yeah, yeah. But what we're, we're going to show you, um, your gift tonight, is called the Inner Peace Inventory, and it's something that DJ and I have been working on, and it is a um what I through this, all this work that I've done, right. And developing all this, this, the course. And then I call it the, the inner peace toolbox. And then from that toolbox, I developed this inner peace inventory and what it is, is a, a method to develop almost a, a cheat sheet for when you are like what you're doing when you're peaceful and what you're doing when you're not peaceful. And it's broken down into different sections of your life. So the, the first section is your personal piece. So that is your um, what's going on in your body, right? So you have your physical body, and we all know that we're more than physical beings. So we have our physical body, we have our mental body, we have our uh, emotional body, and then we have our spiritual body. So all these different levels can cause us to be out of peace, right? So we can have thoughts that cause us to um, lose our peace. We can have emotions. We can feel things that pull us out of our peace. So this is a is a way to kind of just sit and say, okay, what am I doing when I'm peaceful? What am I doing that gets you know pulls me out of my peace? So that's the personal. And then we have the interpersonal piece, which is what we have our all these special relationships, right? So with our spouse or our, our loved ones and yeah. what is happening when those relationships are renewing and when they're not renewing, when they're depleting. I want to um, just
1: take 10 minutes because I know you wanted to hear from people on the call. Oh, Sure. Yeah, and so um, I'll go around and call on people. If you just raise your hand, what is your, um, what are you challenging yourself with this year, or what's your intention to be more peaceful? Anything around that that you'd like to share? And just take ten or fifteen seconds uh, so we can get around everybody and still have uh, finish the call on time. So if you'd like to share what your intention is for this year around peace for yourself or peace building in general.
7: Ann? Um, I'll start by saying that I am still, after 20 some years, trying to figure out how to balance, as uh, Julie said, working for peace in peace. So I'm hoping to be able to figure out how to rearrange the things that I've been committed to for all these years in a way that makes me feel better. Because I'm not feeling so good these days. Yeah. There.
1: Thank you, Anne.
0: Who else would like to share?
3: Dianne. Hi, thanks, um, uh, thanks Julia. Um, I think my um, challenge for myself is to uh, work to be okay with feeling um, some level of discomfort um, in sometimes I believe peace work leads us into uncomfortable situations. It's not all always smooth sailing, um, especially if I'm working for peace uh, for people who have a harder time reaching it. Um, so I, I've, I focus on helping myself stay present and grounded
7: in difficult situations and difficult conversations and knowing that just because I'm feeling angst doesn't mean I'm not being peaceful.
1: Mm. Thank you, Deanne. Just raise your hand if you'd like to share. Judy. Oh, you're you're muted.
2: Right before this call, I, I I started to do your questionnaire that you had sent out. And I came to the one about do you really believe there can be world peace or something like that? And and that one always gets me. It's, it's a hard one because you know it depends on which side of the coin I'm on. So um so for me, I think for this year, it's about um, slowing down and appreciating what is getting done rather than looking at what needs to be done or should be done in the future, but but really um, holding on to the high signs, the positives rather than focusing. And I, I generally am, an, uh, cup half full person but when I get into the details I start to look at how much it might be not be full.
1: Thank you. Thank you Judy. Susan?
2: Um,
7: I think for me it's going to be transcending my triggers um, because when I do get triggered it's usually very intensely and I just forget everything I learned and I become a piece of you know, blubber. <laughs> Got it.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
8: Mm-hmm. Not lower.
1: Who else? You can raise your hand if you want or raise the hand on the underreaction. DJ.
5: The, for me, the biggest thing is self-care. Um, that I want to prioritize self-care this year and balance it with everything that i'm doing i don't want to stop doing anything that i'm doing i just want to be be more mindful that i used to spend so much time doing self-care <laughs> like when i was younger like oh my gosh you know i couldn't go anywhere you know unless i would spent three hours you know to look good you know i grew up in la what can i say you know this, this, <laughs> you know really, it was crazy and so like now i'm the complete opposite like <laughs> I don't even look in the mirror when I go out anymore. What? You know, and the whole idea is to like, really just love myself. That's one of the greatest things about the inner peace inventory is that there's a workbook that's coming and the workbook is much more involved and much more detailed. Um, And a big part of that workbook is, is really becoming conscious of your, of your self-care. And so that's what I'm doing and loving it. So thank you for that.
1: Thank you. Uh, Kim McCoy. Kim, you're muted. Oh, is it? I
8: wasn't wasn't raising my hand, I was liking.
1: Thumbs up, gotcha, (laughs) gotcha. Who else would like to share? This is wonderful stuff to hear.
0: Take care, Jenna. Crystal. Now, when Diane was speaking, I could so relate to her words,
2: and I was just reminded of the serenity prayer and um, how we have to seek the serenity of mind really accept that which cannot be changed and the courage to change that which can be changed and really the wisdom to know the difference. And that's really at the heart for me in interacting with others of what I'm called, I think, with my word of the year, liberation, to accept and be at peace with.
1: And mm-hmm. Thank you. I think we have time for, oh yes, Bed.
0: I think it's really important
2: that to find peace within ourselves, we have to understand that there's your way and my way. And when you talk to somebody about something, no matter what it is, when you finish saying what you wanna say, you can ask, what do you think? And get their feedback. And as long as they're not interfering with your own life, we can all be at peace with everybody. There's not a right way and a wrong way. But mm, yeah. way.
1: yeah, thank you, Beth, for that reminder. So we have time for a couple more. I don't want to rush through this. This is just wonderful to hear all of this. Nancy.
4: It's a hard one. Um, But I think at the bottom is balance, sort of like Mm -hmm. Ann was saying, being able to, um, to balance all the busyness of what we're doing to build peace with relationships and tending to our relationships and our, uh, you know, the other things we need to do, the, the beauty things that we need to do. Yes.
1: Okay, one more person,
0: Liz.
6: Hi, everybody. Can you hear me? Yes. Um. Yeah, I've spent the last couple of years in self-care, so... So I'm ready to shift into another stage. And I guess I was prompted because of what Judy said. And what I am spending the time really focusing on is reminding myself the story of how possible peace is. Right? There are so many stories that lead us into how possible peace is. And that's what gives me balance. That's what gives me hope. That's what gets me up in the morning.
4: Um, yeah. No.
0: Yeah. Thank you. One more.
1: Anybody uh, else before I um, move on to the oh, is Kim's hand up now?
8: Um, yeah, I mean, I mentioned in the questionnaire about um, political organizations and um, how they fan the flames a lot. And my wife and I have both been learning that at different paces as we've become centrist to varying degrees. And um, but still, even moving politically is is only part of the solution. But the the other part is um, looking at the other side whenever any political um, organization presents only one side of something, um, looking at what else is going on that that mitigates that that mitigates the problem that they're getting all excited about. Mm. Um, I mean I mean I don't know if that's the biggest thing for me, but it, it seems like I see a lot of other people um, you know getting caught up in the fire mm. in a negative way mm-hmm. um, and uh, and also and also uh, competing for resources when it's time, it's a better time for um, stepping back and conserving and reaching for sustainability, mm-hmm. um, things like that. Yeah. Thanks.
0: Great. Thank you. Anybody else? All right.
1: Oh yes, Anne.
7: <laughs> well, I was just going to say one thing that um, about how Julie and I met um, it was actually before the Peace Alliance started, but we in South Jersey had a South Jersey Department of Peace campaign, and we marched in our Fourth of July parade, which is the biggest thing in our town. Uh, we marched, and we had these red T-shirts that said. Uh, isn't it time for a Department of Peace? And they almost, this parade has gone on for 100 years, they almost closed the parade because they thought we were so radical. And it was really a very challenging time. And Julie, was somehow I can't remember how you got my name, but you had just finished your James Twyman course. And somehow you called me, and you were telling me that you were interested in peace. And I said, well, come on over to this parade. (laughs) And so it was kind of like a, you know, it was a challenging time, but I just I'm so in awe of who you are now from 20 years ago that you've written a book. So I just had to say that at the end here. Well,
3: thank you, Anne, and 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 you are in the book. I just wanted to, I did let you. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, how how you were very inspirational, you and Denny, and um, you know how we just showed up to your door yeah. like hey yeah. let, us, <laughs> let us march in this parade with you and then we were getting yelled at by the people in the town and that giving them the ger- like what the hell you know like you know i was getting all mad yeah. at people for telling us that you know we weren't supposed to be there like mm-hmm. how yeah. dare you
4: got how dare you guys God. march for on. peace on july yeah.
7: 4th uh, okay no, right. yeah. yeah well it was right yeah. when the iraq war was still like really popular so but we it took have a- a we have five minutes.
1: We have five <laughs> yeah. minutes. And DJ has put in the chat to put your email here in the chat, and she'll send the PDF to you. So anybody who would like that uh, inner peace inventory, put your email in the chat.
3: Yeah, I'm just going to share my screen real quick and right. go through the flipbook so people can see. This is the debut. Oh, go ahead, DJ.
5: Yeah. So. The PDF has been uploaded to the chat. You have to download it. And it only works as a PDF. So if I email it to you, it's going to come through the Google Drive. And if you open it in Google Drive, you cannot open it in Google Drive. You have to open it as a PDF. So you have to download it and then open it as a PDF. And then you'll be able to type your answers into the PDF. Really cool. And then save it and then email it um, back to me or Julia. Okay.
3: All right, so this is the debut. Oh my goodness, it's so exciting. We DJ and I have been working on this for like two months. Um, so I'm gonna this is just the flip book. Um, so I'm just gonna share this real quick. Can you see my screen where it says yes, in a piece inventory. Okay, let me just pull this over here. Okay, all right, so here we go. Oh, let me just do this. All right. So this is just the introduction and how to use this inventory. And then this is a little bit more information, but this is where it gets into that physical body, your mental body. So you can go through each, this, each level and choose, you know, um, answer these questions about when your emotional body is feeling fulfilled and when it's, you know, you have habits that you need to alleviate. Um, So the spiritual body, and then there's also special relationships here and then societal peace. So when you're, if you have things in your community that are pulling you out of your peace, like for me, I have speeders on my street that just drive me crazy, right? So I can either let them drive me crazy or I can do something about it. So what can I do about it? And I can call the township. I can um, call the police. Whatever it is, so there's things that I I know I can do to help me pull myself back into my peace. Um, then this is your your country, right? And how you feel about your country, and then world peace, how you feel about the whole world in general. So you can see how beautiful these pages are that DJ designed. And when you get it, you can when you get the PDF, you can fill in all of, you know, in this, um, in the white spaces, you can put in your answers. Mm -hmm. So then there's some assessments, there's a questionnaire, like what to do for myself next. And then just some information about what I have to offer. And then notes on expanding your own piece. What can I do to help myself? And then there's information about me, information about DJ. And that is it. So that is the debut.
1: Okay. So what I'm going to do is just ask you if you have any problems, uh, email me Kathy at peacealliance.org and I'll forward it to, um, to Julia or DJ, if you have any issues.
3: Okay. Okay.
1: All right. So we're going to end the call. Thank you so much, Julia. This has been very rich and a great way to start the the new year. To find out about all of our programs, you can go to our calendar. We send one email a week on Mondays to let you know about the upcoming events for that week. Uh, And if you love and benefit from our programs, please consider donating. We appreciate donations of any size and especially would love some monthly donors we are currently have a goal of raising $30,000 and enrolling uh, 23 monthly donors. And uh, if you miss any of our calls, you can listen, listen to them at our Peace On podcast. You can see the link in, links in the chat for everything that I'm talking about. If you haven't already liked us on Facebook, you can go to Facebook and just search the Peace Alliance. And that is it. Uh Thank you so much, Julie. I'm so glad that uh, DJ brought you to my attention and I've ordered your book. I can't wait to get it and read it. And Embodying Peace sounds really um, intriguing. So I'm looking forward to checking that
3: out too. Great. And so,
1: any yeah. last words from you? Uh,
3: thank you, everyone, for the work that you do. Seriously, for the work that you do, because we're doing this not for us, but for our children. Our grandchildren and um, their children, and I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the work we do right now is af- going to affect the future. And there is a quote that I want to leave you with, and it's hanging in my kitchen. And i I said this on a Zoom call today, and it was really reson, you know resonated with people there. But what is what is meant to be has already begun, right? So what is meant to be has already started. We're already working on what is meant to be. So I honor each and every one of you. I love you all. And we're, we've we got work to do, but let's enjoy it as we do it.
1: Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today at Peace On. We hope that it inspires you to engage in dialogue in your larger community. Peace On is brought to you by the Peace Alliance, found at peacealliance.org.